I'm Kat Shube. And I'm Bob Voisey. So after the cliffhanger we were left on, we now move on to the home visits. It's make or break for some couples. Recapped at first sight. So with homestay week upon us, there's a lot to get through from tonight. Bob, as ever, give us the lowdown. I think that was pretty straightforward, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, nothing nothing happened, the, really. Like, I mean, for the majority, it was pretty straightforward. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, the Matt and Whitney. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, (laughs) H-E-L-P. Do you think they should have been let back in? How are you feeling on that? Um, no. Okay. I don't. Fair I, I feel like that there's different ways and different avenues. I respect the decision at why they let them come in. Yeah. But I think respecting the cast and everything, I don't think they should. Okay. Fair but enough. I understand why they were. Yep. That's fair a enough. Difference in weird situation. And Kwame and Keisha, I feel like they were the other two tonight that are having a bit oh. of a wild time on there. I, I just. <laughs> I just feel like at the moment we lost what happened to these guys. Yeah, we did. And now I'm just like, do you know what? Just crack on with that. Well, Kwame, (laughs) I think he got called out in front of his mates, didn't he, tonight? He was, she was saying, you know, you haven't told me how you feel about me. And he was like, yeah, I have. Because I think he just, he forgets what he's been doing. I think he thinks that he has. And he wouldn't let her go back to his house in this episode either. Yeah. What's going on? I've got some strong opinions about that, but I think we'll wait for that for a few episodes time. We'll wait and see what happens with that one. The rest of them were fine, I felt this time. Let's be honest. We could sit here and we can go, okay, so what about Jonathan and Sophie? Yeah, that went all right. We could go Janine and Jordan. Yeah, that's all right. But mm, let's be honest. Let's get down to it. Yeah, let's get down to it. We are very excited because we have one of the experts from this series, Paul Brunson, with us on the show. And he's going to help us break down the latest drama. But first, let's have the wedding breakfast. Okay, headline number one. In the home stage this week, Kwame keeps his secretive nature and refuses to let Keisha into his home. Matt and Whitney put the experts to the test as they wish to return to the experiment as a newly formed couple. Have they disrespected the experts and lost their chance of love? Maybe. Right then, those are the headlines, but it's time to dig a little deeper into the episode. Please welcome to the show to help us figure out what we just saw. Entrepreneur, TV host, mentor, matchmaker, dad, husband, expert from the series, and God, as Bob said, it's Paul Branson! (laughs) Woo! No, remove God. Remove God. No. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Uh, it's awesome to see you both. Uh, it's an honor to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, we are absolutely delighted to have you on. We've got so much to talk to you about. This, I think, has been the most explosive series of Married at First Sight that I have ever seen. Pardon? The dinner parties in it. Yeah, sorry, Bob. <laughs> uh, the dinner parties. I know I, this happens a lot. I'll be like, wow. <laughs> I'll be like, there's never been a better couple. Sorry, Bob. (laughs) Sorry, Bob. Sorry, Bob. However, how has it felt for you, this series? Do you feel like it's been pretty wild in comparison? 
This is so I have I was thinking about this earlier today. I have been in television for 12 years um, and I've done projects in the U.S., the U.K., in Jamaica, in West Africa and in Turkey. So I've done projects in lots of areas of the world. This single series of Married at First Sight is the most intense, emotional, dramatic series that I've ever been a part of in my entire life. It must have taken it out on you as well, filming this whole series, like seeing all the fights, all the falling out. It must be quite a thing for you to go through. Yeah, it is. You know, so coming off of Bob's series, I had to start seeing a therapist. (laughs) Oh, Oh, wow. Whoa. Not all Bob's fault, though, I'm sure. (laughs) It's not my fault, is it? Sorry. It was was, was Bob. There there is a Bob moment that that I want us to definitely go over, but oh, um, I'm but, rubbing my hands together. Ugh. Yes, yes. There, but but I I started seeing a therapist then, and this series I would see my therapist twice in the week. I would see my therapist. We would watch the dinner parties. Then there was a day gap between the dinner party and the commitment ceremony. Yeah, I see my therapist that day, and then the day after the commitment ceremony. I'd see my therapist the day after, and, I, and I'd schedule nothing but a but a but a therapy appointment. Wow! Can I can I ask like I think like what, especially watching like the last couple of nights we watched Paul is um it's seemed especially for you guys as as the experts like for like our series we some people like came back at the experts a little bit here and there and I felt like this series there was a lot more of that like. How was that for you? And obviously, I know you probably can't speak for Mel and Charlene, but for you, how was that having them coming back at you quite a lot more this year? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's very observant, uh, Bob, because that's exactly what happened. Is I felt like, and I and I would always call the commitment ceremonies a modern day Roman Coliseum. Yes. That's what it was. Yeah, they it are. Was, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was literally. It was gearing up for intellectual battle. Yeah. And the, the challenge from the expert's point of view is, okay, so you have to go in, you know you're going to be challenged. Mm. You also know people are not only going to challenge, but almost try to discredit you. Yeah, yes. definitely. And, and then you also know that you have to break through that noise, help them, and then through them, you still have to help the audience. Because part of what we're doing is not only trying to help the couple, but to also drop the audience. Yes, definitely. So all of that is going through your mind, and that's what makes it that. That's what made it a battle. But but you know what? I honestly loved it. Yeah, it's been brilliant. It's been a brilliant series. But it must be so hard to not take it personally when people are storming out. When people, I mean, how do you know? I stormed out. Sorry about that. Sods. You Sorry, came. Paul. You came with poems, though, so that's quite nice. <laughs> There's been no one writing poems this series. I noticed that. Um, it must be very hard to try and, as you said, it's a Roman Colosseum, but to control the room that's going on. I feel like this time there's been a lot of you and the other experts having to go right stop this is a mess like let's restart this whole thing like it's just got completely out of hand how do you know out of the three of you who's going to try and calm the situation do you do you talk about that or i'm going to say something that is i've never said publicly is that so i came on to married at first sight two series ago Mm -hmm. so it was series five 
before Bob's series, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was an entirely different series. And I had two other co-hosts. Yes. Those two co-hosts, Jen and Angela, were my friends for 10 years. Right. 10 years. Right, okay. So when Bob's series came about, series six, and my two co-hosts were replaced, I definitely felt some kind of way. Oh, right. Okay. I was a a lot of people don't know. I was thinking, oh my God, he's my two besties. Mm-hmm. We just came off of the most successful Married at First Sight season ever, having a 75% success rate. And then here, here we are, new format, and I have two new co-hosts. So in Bob's series, I don't feel like myself, Mel and Charlene had gelled as a team. Right. That yes. makes so think, much sense. Yeah, we, we were independent. We were we were like three independent experts working on your behalf, Bob, and working on the rest of the cast. Of course, I but we that. were, I don't, yeah, but I, but, and I don't know if you, if you saw that or if you felt that. I, I, but, I, but, I think but, when, when like, like now you've made that point, when you look back at it is obviously they've all, they all bring such different, different points and different, um, what's the word I'm looking at? Like they bring different energy, a, advice, advice, different energy. Uh-huh. Um, so it's obviously Charlene bringing what she does, Mel bringing, and I kind of get what you're saying, Paul. And it was like when you're sat there and you're obviously struggling in your relationship at the time, or even if you were having a great time in your relationship, you're looking to these guys to be like, right, like give us like some help. And I I completely get where you're coming from, man. It's like I'm watching you guys this year. Wow, it's it's literally like it's it's a massive team. It feels like the Avengers together on this one, oh. rather than you all doing your own separate thing the in Avengers, the last one. That's a doesn't big. It, it feels like that. you've come together. Yeah, and I think that that <laughs> is the difference. Is you look like you guys this year like look so much more of a team. Yeah, like massively, and I completely get what you're saying there. Yeah, married like, at first that. sight, assemble. <laughs> yeah, married at first sight, assemble. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. We 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 completely work as as a unit. It doesn't mean that we always agree because we do disagree. You know, we we disagree actually quite quite a bit. But what's great is that we work as a team and we have respect for each other's discipline. Like Bob, to your point, do things differently. So when it comes to the room going crazy, you know, Mel and Charlene know. I'm going to jump into that first. Yes, I you see know, that, what that's, you're that's, saying. So it's linking back to what you were yeah, saying. Yeah, earlier, yeah, yeah. Like I cat. see what you're linking saying. Back. That everyone's got their their specialities and their. Well, I mean, you, you not shouting at the room is not a speciality, but they know <laughs> you know which corner and, and you I know think, which corner you're and, in, and you know what you're. May, may I say, Paul? I think the thing with Paul is, I think he's the one that would normally. He's probably not scared. I'm not saying the other guys are, but I think Paul's the one that's probably not as scared to go right. I actually. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it straight to you. Like, yeah. I'm gonna tell you straight. Yeah. And you've seen it even on this series. There's a, and but you've seen Mel and Charlene dropping in it. But maybe it's taking time and that. But there was even on our one where Paul would like. I remember at the time when obviously we found out what happened with me and Megan and that. Paul literally was like, guys, respect the forum. Yeah. And he was literally like, <laughs> he's like, respect it. And he was the one that like, bosh, pulled it in. 
And then Mel, Mel can drop in what she's got to say. And you, you listen when these guys talk. Of course, you listen. that's what they're there for. I mean, shall we talk <laughs> yeah. then about Whitney and Matt? Shall we get, shall we get into it? Shall we dive into it? Because mm, these yeah. guys have obviously, it's been such a big headline throughout this whole thing. And then tonight we see that they've been let back into the process, which must have been quite a hard decision, bearing in mind that they, the way, how you said, the way they went about it, maybe if they'd handled it differently, it may have been an easier decision. Yeah. Were you worried that the audience were going to be really annoyed about this decision and maybe be, or or, or the rest of the guys that were there, you know? How did, how did you think they were going to take it? I mean, no, no doubt. Right now, myself, Charlene and Mel, we're, we're right up there with Phil and Holly as most hated people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, there's no question. I already know. I mean, I didn't even, I was scared to even go to Twitter but already in my IG DMs, yeah. I've already seen go to hell, Paul. But like, I'm, I'm like it's it's already it's, it's already there. Mm. But I knew that was coming. Yes, Charlene knew. Mel, Mel knew it was coming. Yeah. And also at the end of the day, and Bob, you know this firsthand is this stuff. You know, people get so emotional and then forget two weeks later. Yeah. It's, like, it's like you know, this, this is the ebb and flow of yeah. of. of the program but yeah people are really upset right now yeah really I, and do you know what i feel is like i probably didn't realize it as much when i was in the, the mix of the experiment yeah and now i'm sat this side of it having the opinion of oh, well actually <laughs> hey yo this in effect to me but at the same time it's like i'm watching i'm like yeah this is this is hard this is difficult did like, you send paul some horrible messages is that what you're trying to say paul, just <laughs> Uh, can you? Um, I've unsent the last two messages. Apologies. Can you not listen um, to those, please? He's a bit no, emotional. I, just, I can only imagine that. Like you've got a decision to, and this is what I think now. If you've been in the experiment, and coming out of it, and then watching it from this side, you understand that there's so much more that goes into a decision than just making a decision. Yeah. And you can look at it from the contributors' um, point of view, but then you've also got the show has to make sense. Yes. You've got all the fans and all the supporters that are at home watching the show, and to them, it still needs to make sense. And I found that quite hard to maybe to comprehend it at the time. Yeah. And now I can't, I so understand it. Yeah, because it's a show. There's so many th factors that go into... Make him married at first sight, this show it is. Yeah. And the reason it is so successful that it is is because it runs the way it is. You've got the experts and what they do. But for the fans, it has to make sense. I think that is unfortunately like the pivotal point of why this show needs to make sense for yeah. everyone. When you were watching it back, Paul, was there anyone that surprised you? Because obviously you're seeing maybe a bit more, are you, than you would have seen along the way, along the process? Is there anyone that you were like, oh, I, they're a little bit different to how I thought they, or, you know, the snippets that you got at commitment ceremony and parties and stuff like that. Has anyone at all surprised you? Oh, yeah. yeah lot, 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 lots of surprises. You, you know, in particular, the, the two people that I talk about most often are uh, Kwame uh, and then Jess in terms of the big surprises. So with Kwame, I always preface it with, I, I love, I adore Kwame, you know, um, and I adore him because I think I understand him, right? Um, and at the same time, what to me is so fascinating, and we saw it play out in the last commitment ceremony is he got up there and he said, he said, hey guys, I don't need you anymore. I'm good. Casey and I, we're gonna leave the experiment. And, and we're thinking, you're good. So that means that you've reached a point where you're so close 
that you can yeah. lead. And that's what he was presenting. But when you watch the footage, yeah. it's not that, is it? It's not that. It's such a front with Kwame, isn't it? Mm. And he's he he just likes to put that up there. And he's like, if I put out that this is good enough, people will think it's happening. Yeah. I think he believes it too, actually. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I would say, I would always tell him, it's, it's never made a cut, but I've always, I would always tell him on the couch, I'd say, you know, less is more. Stop trying to to explain yourself and then over explain yourself and then over explain the over explanation. Like stop that. And what I notice is that I think he does that to talk himself into whatever the, yeah. the, the scenario is, yeah. you know? So, yeah. So, so, so Kwame surprised me. And then Jess, you know, what's interesting is this is the first series that I feel like I'm leaving with people who distinctly hate me. Oh you know? yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It, 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 like, it is what it is. Yeah. And one thing I noticed is Jess was the first person I think to like unfollow and block me. And I was thinking, what was like, what, what is this about, right? And I realized that it's because when she, so my, my, my challenge with Jess was always, I don't understand why you are staying. We, so she stayed the first week. She decided to stay. I said, I don't understand why you are staying if you feel nothing for uh, for PJ. Apart if from friendship. Have, apart from friendship, right? Apart from friendship, yeah, right? Yeah. If you feel nothing, if you feel zero, why stay? And I pushed her on that, and she, you know, she stayed. And then I think to myself, well, the only reason to stay in my mind is you're staying for for, for more for more screen time because. One thing we have to be very transparent about is this is a show. This is a television show. And this cast, this series is even more aware of the platform yeah, that definitely. the show gives. I'm, but and you agree, we, we didn't really understand that. We didn't know. We were all in the lurch. We didn't know if there was going to be a big following. We had no idea. Well, look now, Bob, you're on a podcast. Well, out I, I'm, of this. I'm you know, here the new right series are looking at it like, hey, we so could be, you. we could be doing similar stuff. But sorry, yeah, but 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 to, to to Bob's point though is I absolutely agree. The show wasn't such that it created stars. No, right. Not That's right. not what First Sight did. And if you left the show and became a star, like I think Bob's become a star. Oh, stop it, it. stop it, stop it. No, no, no. You, have, you have, man, you have. Stop <laughs> it. It is. God. It's going to be unbearable now, Paul. It's going to be unbearable. Did you hear that? You've ruined my night. <laughs> but it, it, is, it is because of just, he like he has incredible personality and is charismatic, but it wasn't because it was, Okay, I'm coming onto the show specifically to stay for three weeks to specifically get this endorsement deal when I leave. I don't think people were pre-gaming it like no, that. No, I agree. But, but now I think that's that that's that's the case for some, and I think that will that will increasingly become one of the challenges. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Before you go anywhere. But is there uh, any, anything you want to ask or anything you want to talk about? <laughs> I think you should tell us what was the, what was the thing that... Yeah, like, yeah I, I was definitely not being into that. This, this stands as, as, as one of my favorite moments ever of television and Bob was a part of this. Wow. And oh, okay. our favorite, this was, this was the commitment ceremony where, you know, Megan and, and Jordan decided to uh, disclose their situation. Yeah. Okay. But here's, here, here's what I remember distinctly. Is I'm going to cry. Sitting, <laughs> I remember sitting in my chair, you know, I've got Jordan in front of me and he's beginning to tell the story and I didn't know the specifics. So I didn't know about, you know, exactly what, what had happened. And the moment that he discloses it, I think to myself, I immediately think, man, Bob is a big guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, he's, he's a big guy. So that was my first thought. My second thought is security. I don't see security. I don't see security anywhere. Security <laughs> normally. I don't see security anywhere. And then Bob stands up. He stands up. And so immediately in my mind, Bob, I was literally calculating. I thought, do I jump to hold Bob? Or do I jump to hold Jordan? I didn't know which one to go to. I was thinking, I've got to hold down one of these guys. Yeah. Which one do I hold down? And Bob's walking, he's walking closer. And then my freaking watch. So I have a watch that tracks my heart rate when I run. Oh, wow. And it, it has a cap that tells me if my heart rate's going too high, I'm about to have a heart attack. And my watch starts going off. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> shit. Sorry. I'm a heart attack. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. So my watch tracks me. Bob walks over. Joey walks over. But then Bob, being the gentleman, holds out his hand. To shake this man's hand, the, the highest level oh, of being ever exhibited on yeah. television. That's our boy. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. I love that. I felt like I, if I had a watch on right then, just listening to Paul's story, I think I was just about to have a freaking <laughs> I would heart have sent attack. you into cardiac <laughs> yeah. arrest. Oh. Paul, it's been so lovely to speak to you. Will you quickly do a game with us and we will get through this very, very quickly? Bob's been losing in this game, unfortunately. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's see if we can let's see if we can get a win from his side. Okay. So it's called The Reaction is Right. So what we do basically is we take tweets that we see online that people are joining in with the show and you have to tell us who these tweets are about or what they are about. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. The first tweet. Uh Bob's losing uh 11-4, by the way. Just just to throw that in. You're not going to score at all. It's no big, it's no big no, deal. It's no, no biggie. I, it's no biggie. And I don't think he can actually, I don't think there's enough shows left for him to actually win. But anyway, we won't go into that right now. We won't go into that right now. 
All right, here we go. Here's the first tweet. What's this one all about? Jenna just got loads of points in my book. Jenna just got loads of points in what my book. What could that be about? Well, she she did. Is that oh. about giving her? Oh, oh, is that about cooking bacon? Like cooking bacon? Uh, no. Um, no. Um, she woke up in the morning. Oh, and She wow. cooked food. Okay, okay, okay. So, so it's not about her cooking bacon. It's about her ordering bacon to be placed in a refrigerator. No. Oh my God! What? Okay. What? Oh, I know. Um, okay, it's oh. got to be the dildo. The yeah, Thomas. It's the dildo oh. wind chime. Oh. The dildo wind chime. <laughs> Shit, I even wrote that on my. Thing. Where'd you and get that, a dildo wind chime? It's very, actually, very niche. I'm not gonna that is, I think, the weirdest thing I've ever wrote down on paper. <laughs> dildo wind chime. All right. I've actually wrote that as my top nine. Here we go. One nil to Paul. Uh, what? Uh, no, sorry. Who is this tweet about? Blank is just sleazy red flag after sleazy red, red flag. How is no... Jonathan. No. Oh, yes, Kwame. Yes, 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 Paul. It's 2-0. Of course, I'm going to lose. Okay, let's see. No. Let, let's go to the next one. Who is this tweet about? Uh, off your pop, your pair of clowns. George and April. Nope. Matt and George. Nope. Matt, uh, uh, George. Nope. Tommy and Whitney. Yes, Paul. 3-0. <laughs> Oh Bob! Oh Bob! I just don't get. I just don't get. The reaction is right. The reaction is wrong. That's what this game should be called. Bob is wrong again. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, Paul. You've been my brother. Absolute pleasure, and it's been a delight. It's been a delight. It's Paul Brunson, everyone. Mate, your teeth look great. Is that Colgate, man? Chance. Guess what? The only toothpaste I use. Um, he's very good. He's getting paid an awful lot. Love it. There we go then. Thank you for listening to Recapped at First Sight. We're going to be back next week as even the strongest relationships are threatened. Who thinks it is going to kick off? I do. <laughs> I do. Make sure you're telling all your mad maths friends about us. And while you're sharing the link, make sure you hit follow and give us a five star rating too. It really helps spread the news to others. And follow us at Recap Pod on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. And search Watch Next Episode on YouTube to get more of your maths fill with the incredible Wilco rehashing the trash mess and drama. Until next week. Uh, But first, a little bit of advice before you go. If your garden gnomes are looking a bit lonely, why not repurpose that old dildo into a lovely wind chime? (laughs) Ding, ding! Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.